I've got some things that I want to talk about today. These are some tips. It might bring up some stuff for you. Usually when we're talking about money, stuff comes up. So let's open the conversation and move into it. Welcome to the Influence by Design podcast. I'm Samantha Riley, authority positioning strategist for coaches and experts. If you're ready to build a business that gives you more than just a caffeine addiction and you dream of making more money, having more time and having the freedom to be living your best life, then you're in the right place. It's time to level up. Welcome to today's episode of Influence by Design. I'm your host for today, Samantha Riley, and today we're going to talk about money mindset. As I mentioned last week in last week's episode, it's an eight universal year. This year is definitely about money and abundance. And I did mention that we need to be in the mindset to receive. So today I'm going to talk about some money mindset hacks for you if you want to 10x your business in 2024. So Let's start off with the conversation right at the beginning. What is money? Now, money in its simplest form is just a medium of exchange used to facilitate the buying and selling of goods and services. So all it does is act as an intermediary, making transactions smoother and more efficient. That's what money is. Yet we have so much emotion around money and talking about money and anything to do with money. And a lot of this is through beliefs that were created in our childhood because most belief patterns or belief patterns around money are wired between the ages of zero and seven years of age. So think about, you know, what was happening in your house when you were a young child? For me, we didn't talk about money or my parents didn't talk about money. We weren't allowed to ask for anything to do with money, or we would actually get in trouble. We would get told off for talking about money. The only time money was mentioned was things like, we can't afford that. You can't have that. Money doesn't grow on trees. We don't have money like other people have money. That was all that was talked about. The only other recollection I can have was there was a night of the week, and I can't even remember, maybe a Thursday, maybe a Friday, where my dad would walk in from work. He would put his paper pay packet on the end of the kitchen bench while my mum was cooking dinner. She would pick it up, put it in her pocket, and nothing was ever said. The money was just put on the bench and it was picked up and nothing was said by my mum or my dad. There was definitely an energy of, we don't talk about this around here. My other recollection of money was very early in my business and I was sitting down with my business partner one afternoon and we were working on our marketing plan and he had done our projections and we were talking about what marketing needed to be done to bring in the numbers that we'd projected. And my parents had come over and they were hearing us finishing off this conversation and I'll never forget it because my dad said, and it kind of took me by surprise because it was so venomous. It was just like, what, do you want to make money or something? Do you want to be rich? And I was just like, oh, whoa, where did that come from? Because in my head I was like, "Uh, yeah. Uh, But I did learn one very important lesson to not talk money or business around my parents because it didn't leave a good taste in my mouth. Uh, It made it uncomfortable. Now, even though we've got this case of beliefs being created in childhood, 
we still can rewire our brain. What we need to do is not blame. So I don't blame my parents for this. They learned their money story from their parents. I don't blame them for anything. What I've done is acknowledged that this is a thing and taken responsibility for myself and how I want to be moving forward. So this is what you need to do to move through your money stuff is definitely acknowledge, but don't blame. Take responsibility for your actions and how you want to be moving forward. I've got some things that I want to talk about today. These are some tips. It might bring up some stuff for you. Usually when we're talking about money, stuff comes up. So let's open the conversation and move into it. So number one, gratitude for what you already have is the most powerful thing you can do to move forward to create more wealth, to attract more opportunities, more abundance into your life. Being grateful for what you already have is so powerful when you want to attract more. I remember reading a couple of years ago a post that someone had put up, and I can't remember where I saw this or in what capacity, like where I read this, but it was talking about electricity bills. And how most people, when they get their electricity bill, it's like, oh, I hate this. I hate paying for my electricity. And it's, I've got to admit, it's where I used to be. It's like, ugh, you know, I would rather go out and buy a new pair of shoes than pay for my electricity bill. And what the the person who wrote this post was saying was, well, you don't have to turn on the electricity. You don't have to turn on your air conditioner when it's hot. You don't have to turn on your heater when it's cold. This is something that's available to us in the first world to make our life more comfortable. And we can choose to have it or to not have it. And that really flipped my thinking and helped me have gratitude that when my electricity bill does come, that I had this amazing modern miracle, (laughs) well, I think it's a miracle, I don't know how it works, come into my world where I can turn on the lights, where I can do my, you know, do my cooking, where I can have my air conditioning and my heating, um, where I can have my technology at the touch of a button. And I'm so grateful to be living in a time and a place where I can have that. So I'm grateful that when my electricity bill comes, that not only that I've been able to use electricity because I already have used it when I'm paying for it, right? I used it, but then I'm in a position where I can easily pay for it. So sometimes it's not just about having gratitude for, you know, our family or for our good food. Start to think about what else in your world you're grateful for, even if it doesn't feel like you have very much right now. Most of us that are listening to this, and I'm going to guess all of us that are listening to this because you'll be on a device, has electricity and has the ability to have these modern things at our fingertips. So that is something to be grateful around. And that energy around gratefulness is magnetic to bring or to attract more money, more abundance. You know, you're grateful, you feel happier, you're more confident. Um, And in turn, you start to attract these opportunities. So gratitude 
it does sound cliche and everyone says it, but they say it because it's a thing. So that would be my number one tip for the money mindset. Number two, and I'm really big around this, are you treating your money with respect? Now, I know that I did just mention that it's, you know, in its simplest form, it's just this medium of exchange. How you treat your clients and your finances is an energetic symbol of how you want your money to treat you. So are you investing in yourself, in your business, in your team? Are you paying your suppliers on time? I'm really big about this. I always make sure that I pay all my suppliers on time or before the bill is due. I also am not afraid to pay for the services of other people that I value. So I had a really interesting conversation with someone quite a while ago, but they were saying, you know, Sam, all I want is to sign up clients and to have them value me and to value what I bring. So I want them to pay me highly. But this person didn't value other people. So this person always wanted the free thing. So just have a think about it. If you won't pay for coaching, but you want people to pay for coaching with you, like why? Like if you're not paying, why would people pay to work with you? Money is this transfer of energy. Have you noticed that the people who always do and want the free stuff aren't the ones that are making the money? There's a reason. Money has an energy and it needs energy needs to move. So, you know, you need to have this flow of money. So just have a think, how are you respecting or treating your money? Are you treating your money with respect? And are you respecting the suppliers that you owe money to? Big thing there. Number three, is it easy for people to sign up to work with you? Now, on the outside, this may seem like it's not really related. However, it's funny how we can sabotage ourselves and put little blocks up in the way so that it's difficult for people to actually sign up to work with you and pay you money. It's very weird how our blocks can show up. So is it easy for people to slide on through uh, and work with you? If someone wants to work with you, can they be working with you in the next couple of days? Is it easy and effortless to sign up for that process or are you making them jump through hoops or is it like they're trying to skid down a gravel road to try and get to work with you? I certainly tried to work with people before and it's been so difficult to sign up to work with them or so difficult to get to that process that I've just given up and gone and worked with different people. So do you have blocks in the way so that people find it difficult to sign up to work with you and they end up going and working with someone else? you know, just take a look at your process and see if, is it nice and easy or is there some hurdles in the way? Are you making them jump through too many hoops? Number four. Now, if you want to 10X your revenue or your income this year, do you have an ideal client who is someone who can pay? Now, this might not sound like a money block again, like the last one, but are you subconsciously sabotaging yourself by choosing to work with someone that isn't or finds it a little bit more difficult to come up with the money to work with you? Now, this could be just because you have 
um, a, something that's happened to you in your life and you're really passionate about working with a certain type of person. Now, if this is the case, maybe you need to work with a type of client that finds it easy to pay you so that you can volunteer your time for your passion project rather than having a belief that it's difficult for people to sign up to work with you or difficult because we're having um, you know, an economic downturn or difficult because they can't afford to pay us and really playing to that belief, making sure that we are right or correct for having that belief. It's amazing how much our mind can really start to, to play with what we're doing. So if you had the belief that someone can easily pay to work with you, how would that change who you were working with? Or how would that change how you felt about what it is that you do? Like, what does it bring up for you when you think about working with a, a different type of person, a more affluent person? Number five, be aware of your thoughts and language. You know, your thoughts and beliefs become your reality. If you're saying things like, oh, this isn't going to work, or I don't know how to do this, or anything that's that's negative, that that sends a message to yourself that this isn't going to work, then this is going to become your reality. I'm a big believer in reframing thoughts uh, and language. And um, I was sharing with Leon just earlier about what I was going to be talking about. And he, he was saying that when we first met, he found it quite challenging that I would reframe everything that he said to me. I would say, oh, do you mean this or is it really this? Is that exactly what you mean? And he said it really was a, a huge mindset shift for him to be around someone like me. We often laugh about it. Uh, but anyway, reframe your thoughts. Instead of saying, I can't afford that, my favorite question of all time is, what do I need to do right now to be able to afford that? Or what needs to change for me to be able to afford that? I never say I can't afford something. doesn't mean I can afford it today, but what do I need to do? I Thinking back to when I very first started my coaching business, uh, one of the things that I knew that I needed was help with tech, with setting up technology. Now, a lot of people set up their, their business and they muddle through it themselves and somewhere down the track, eventually years down the track, they get to a point where they can afford to hire someone. Well, I didn't want to be like that. I wanted to be that person in the future now. So I hired a tech team before I'd even launched my business. Well, it all happened on the same day. I reached out and signed clients and hired a tech team the same day. It's who do I need to be right now to create that business that I want in the future? I did the same with my CRM. I signed up with Entreport right from day one, where a lot of people sign up with a, you know, a more freebie, like your, your MailChimp and say, sometime down the track, I will change that. Well, I didn't want to be having a headache of moving a CRM. So I signed up right from day one. This is the CRM I want and I will just figure out how to pay it. And it's amazing when you reframe those thoughts. Okay, so cool. I've got these things now. What do I need to be able to do? And all of the things just came into play. Everything just panned out because I reframed my thoughts to ensure that I was creating the business and being the me that I wanted to be in the future. 
So be aware of your thoughts, be aware of your language and reframe your language if needed because your thoughts and beliefs are your reality. Number six, and this is something I've talked about lots and lots and lots on this podcast, is surround yourself with successful and positive people. So Jim Rohn famously said, you earn the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And I believe that this is because the conversations that you're having with these people will shape your beliefs. When you're around people that are constantly saying, oh, you know, you know how the other half live and I wish we could afford to live in that house. I wish we could afford to live overseas. Oh, my goodness, the cost of living has gone through the roof. You know, cheese is so expensive these days. Then this is going to shape your beliefs. That's what you're constantly going to be noticing. If you spend time with people that are financially successful you'll notice that their thoughts and behaviors are very different because the thoughts and behaviors that got them to their to that that six financially successful place are very different notice how they behave around money and how they talk about finances it's really really different conversations with people at um, a high monetary level, the conversations aren't, oh my goodness, that cheese is so expensive. The conversation is, oh wow, what? how did you do that? What do we need to do to create that? Let's have these really big thoughts. Let's, you know, they're very sharing about, hey, this is working for me. What's working for you? It's a, And there's a belief that they know that it's going to be okay. It's the thoughts and behaviors that got them to that place that has them talking and acting quite different so that surround yourself with people that that will rub off you know that will rub off on you now don't be stalkerish and just reach out to people on social media who are leaning up against their private jet and going hey want to be my bestie that's definitely not how it works and don't come at it from an energy of I want to be your friend because I want to get this from you. It's not about that at all. What this is, is about an energy, spending time with people that you connect with and values and, you know, just a general want or passion of things got in the same area. So where do you find these people? So all of my circle, my network, I have found um, through masterminds, through business groups. Another thing that you can do is find accountability buddies in these groups that are a little bit ahead of you, or maybe you're ahead of them in one area and they're ahead of you in another area and you come together and you put your heads together and you help each other to move your businesses forwards. All of these people that I've talked about here, like I said, I've paid to be in groups and have connected with these people. I've not specifically gone out to find them. It's just an organic attraction of, hey, I like to be around you. I like the conversations you're having. Let's, you know, let's go out and get coffee. Um, But it's really important that you spend time with the people who you want to be like because these conversations that you have with these people will shape your beliefs. And it's very hard to 10x your business if the people you're surrounding yourself don't believe this is a reality. So money 
is an energy transfer in the context of business and personal development. At its core essence, it's a tool for exchange. It moves from one entity to another, you know, it facilitates trade, services, ideas. But the flow of money is a flow of energy. And just like energy, money needs to change hands. It needs to flow. It needs to move. It's the catalyst that empowers entrepreneurs to turn their visions into tangible realities. In personal development, money is a means of access to new experiences, to new and higher levels of knowledge, self-improvement opportunities. The value of money isn't just in its accumulation, but it's in the circulation and the purpose that it serves. So what's your next move? How will you channel this energy to fuel your goals and visions? So think of money as not just a currency, but as a dynamic force that can shape your entrepreneurial journey and your personal growth. So what is it that you're going to do to 10x your business this year? If you've enjoyed this episode and you're listening on your phone, I'd love you to take a screenshot and share on your stories with your biggest takeaway from from today's episode. Remember, money is a subject that so many people push under the rug. And it's a conversation as entrepreneurs that we need to bring out into the open. There's nothing evil. There's nothing dark. There's nothing dirty about money. It's just a transfer of energy. See you later this week for another episode of Influence by Design. Thanks for joining me for this episode of the Influence by Design podcast. If you want more, head over to influencebydesignpodcast.com for the show notes and links to today's gifts and sponsors. And if you're looking to connect with other experts who are growing and scaling their business too, join us in the Coaches, Thought Leaders and Changemakers community on Facebook. The links are waiting for you over at influencebydesignpodcast.com.